0: Namo more Bhagavato Arahato at Namo hatto, Bhagavato Arahato and Namo us. Bhagavato Arahato Tessa, Pagavato, at a hatto, namasami. So it's very nourishing for my heart that all of you come just to sit quietly together for a day and connect with what is true and what is deep. And a little bit before the day-long started, I just nipped across the road to the beach and for a few minutes just to, you know, feel the sand and the sun and the wind. And there are about 150 surfers out there. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> But apparently I was overhearing conversation between two men and one of them was a neighbour, and, and they were saying, oh, there's a little bit more space now that some of the people who were there in the morning have come out. So it's like a <laughs> flocking out there to the waves. And, and then our neighbour went with his motorbike, you know, obviously enjoying the sunny morning and, and uh, you know, all the, the many things, the many joyful, enjoyable and even wholesome things we maybe do in a day. And... Uh, And all of us have chosen to be here in this quiet space where we can touch into something that maybe doesn't often get listened to in the busyness of life. And uh, and then in this technological age, there's so many fascinating things on the web or on on social networking. And we can kind of stay at that superficial level quite easily for, for long periods of time. And yet, there's always this part of us that's waiting for the attention to drop in more deeply and uh, and really come into tune with the truth of of what we are. And of course, you know, we we grow up um, in our Western culture. We grow up, you know, we 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 encouraged to be individuals, where uh, you know, we we have we we have a strong sense of separate uniqueness and uh, there's a beauty in that and there's also a, a kind of an aloneness in it. So there's a truth to it. We are all totally different and individual and unique, which is kind of wonderful. And we're all you know, part of this great planet Earth and and this process, this impermanent, ever-changing process that is going on now. So both of those are true. And uh, you know, it can be fun operating on the the personal level. It can be it can be uh, quite enjoyable, or it can be very miserable, depending on how it's being received. <laughs> um, but and but it, but just to know that that is what it is. You know, know that for what it is. When one is just operating from the personality, just to know that for what it is, it's it's not wrong or bad or m- missing the mark or anything. But it is just that, and we, and we all have. These characters and personalities—that's how we're made. We have to manifest in some way or another. So we manifest in all of these varied ways that we each are manifesting in, and uh, and that's kind of how it's meant to be. But that's just one level of reality, and then there's a this kind of deeper level which is which kind of doesn't belong to anybody, which is not really mine or yours. But it's more like a like dipping in to the to the well the, the wellspring of truth, which which is kind of it kind of belongs to everybody and nobody. So sometimes we get a bit confused and we dip into that place and we think, oh, I'm really wise, I'm really deep, I'm really clever, and that's uh, kind of missing the mark. Because it's this wisdom isn't that it doesn't belong to us, it's something that can come through when we get out of the way or when we stop long enough. We stop the stories and the, the planning and the memories and the hopes and fears long enough to feel into that place of presence. And uh, sometimes we know we can operate for a long time on the superficial level and then when we dip into that place we can feel a sense of Remorse, you know, of not actually touching into that more often or sooner. But uh, really, it's like it's always there, and it's timeless. So, any time that we we touch into that place of of presence and depth, it's like uh, it's like we've never been away from that for a moment. It's as though it's it's. Uh, it's just always been there, and we've forgotten for a while, and then we remember again, and then we forget again, and we get lost in our stories and in our, in the play of our life, and uh, it's all very fascinating and uh, important. <laughs> and then, you know, there's a, a moment of stillness, and we find that depth again. And on one level, you know, our life is important. What we do with our life is important. It's not. It is. It kind of is. It is a play, and it's also important how we play it. So, uh, you know, we never know when our last when when our last day, whether this will be our last day, and when our last day will be. We never know when our last breath will be you know we have ideas we're going to live until such and such an age And in my family people live that sort of an age so I'll probably live till then but actually we don't know and uh, this is quite prominent on my mind at the moment because just recently on the it's actually on the second anniversary of our ordination our bikini ordination a very uh, close friend of mine died she wasn't young She's was 78 not young not old and uh, somehow always had the sense that there would be a time to say goodbye. And I think she also had that same sense and her, with her family and so on. And I think her son had spoken to her that morning and uh, friends had been in touch the days before and then suddenly she's died. She actually died after ha- uh, having a flu jab. I just want to say that because I know that they're, they're prolifically offered here. She had a, a flu jab on Monday Got sick on Tuesday and died on Wednesday. So, be careful what you get injected into you freely. And I was thinking about uh, my friend. She was like a she was actually like a spiritual mentor and a friend and a mother. She's kind of all of those things. I knew her for a little bit over 20 years, 20 something years. And uh, I was thinking about her life, you know, because we have such a Like, uh, there's such a strong ethos um, in, I know, certainly in America and also in other countries, in Western countries, to be somebody, you know, to be something really successful and and important and visible and seen, you know, that that you're remembered for for being something, you know. What have you done in your life? What's important in your life? And I was thinking about my friend Jill, you know, and uh, what she did in her life. And she was a mother and a grandmother, and uh, she was married twice and had a, a very wonderful, long love affair with her, a soulmate for some time. And uh, she ran a retreat centre for a while. And she was a very sort of unassuming person. She was quite quiet, didn't uh, make much of herself, and, uh, but didn't also had a lot of self-respect. And uh, she didn't make a. Uh, she wasn't making a big splash. She wasn't so sort of like, yes, you know, we'll always remember Jill because she did this great thing. But when I think about her, the the times that I spent with her that really stay with me are moments of presence. So sometimes I would be, you know, caught up in all my. Sto- I wouldn't see her very often, and I'd be in my all my stories, or this is happening, that's happening, and and then she would just be very present. And look at me with this presence and remind me that actually that's what I am, and all the rest of it is just a, a story. And uh, she could uh, she could engage the stories. She wasn't uh, judging them, but recognising that's all they are. They're just a story of a life. And uh, the presence that she held it wasn't a, a rigid presence. There was no piety. <coughs> in that presence at all. But it was a presence that was fully alive. So walking in a summer meadow or a springtime meadow, we walked in the springtime, fully with the grasses, the air, the, the light, the buildings, the windmill on the hill, fully with everything that's going on. And uh, when with her grandchildren, fully with those children and fully rejoicing in those children. And uh, also very aware of the imminence of death, you know, death will come. She actually thought she'd be around for another couple of years, but, you know, just very, very present with the fact that this life ends. And that's okay too. So, when I think of her, the remarkable thing about her was her presence she was very present and simple and that had a powerful effect on many people so in you know, a presence isn't a personality it isn't an accomplishment it isn't something we become but it's um it's a natural the natural deepening that comes over the years of practice or it might be that you have a sudden awakening and your mind is in a state of presence. Some people have that immense good fortune. A cockroach walks across their foot and they're in a state of presence or whatever. You know. But for many of us, it's a, it's a process of, of keeping on remembering that the story of self is just a story and that the, you know, our hopes and fears, whatever our hopes and fears may be, life is going to be some other way than that. Mm-hmm. It always has been. <laughs> so to remember that and come back to this moment. And often this moment can be very challenging. You know, we might be with somebody who's very difficult or in a situation that we kind of wish we were in a different one. But actually life is presenting us with this now. So learning how to open to this, how to best meet this. And, and also to recognize the places that we haven't been able to you know, that we're not yet able to open to, you know, the, the the parts of ourselves that we're not yet able to love and accept and the parts of others that we're not yet able to love and accept and to, you know, not to sort of gloss over that. That's important. And feel the, the kind of contraction, the the, the closedness that is related to that. It's kind of, uh, when I feel that, I feel like, oh... It's a little bit sad. Now, I'd like to be able to open. I don't want to be closed down. So there's still some work to do. I'm not fully there yet. And then to to use that as, a, as an incentive to practice, to practice opening and presence. And to, to be careful of the judging mind that's always saying, you should be better, you should be different, you should know this by now. But more to see, well, what is... What is actually here? What is actually going on? Where where am I in in reality on the path as much as I can tell, you know. How much is open, how much is fearful, how much is distrusting, how much is excited, you know, just just to get to know what's going on here in a very honest way and then uh, keep working on cultivating the wholesome. And putting the reins on the unwholesome, holding back on the unwholesome. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a process. So I knew this, this lovely woman for 23 years, and uh, just watching over the years, you know, how that presence deepened with her years of practice, and also of life experience, you know. It deepened, it wasn't immediately there. There was some, some of it was there, but it, it, it became kind of clearer and deeper and more bright as the years went by. So, uh, you know, to not, uh, don't be discouraged if you, if you look and you find all of the closed doors and the hesitations and the fears and because those are the things that need our care and attention. They're not, uh, they're not to be judged or beaten. They're to be listened to maybe stripped a little bit, you know, massage them a little bit and uh, see if you can encourage, you know, just gently that those doors can open. So it uh, feels a little strange to be talking about death on such a beautiful day, but <laughs> it is in my mind at the moment. And, uh, you know, when death comes... That's kind of you know what what have we done with our life? How well have we spent this life? We forget on a day-to-day level because it seems like it's just you know it's going on, it's the same again, and on it goes. Who knows? So to I think the Buddha actually encouraged not just every day. I mean, for the monastics, he says not just every day, but every moment. Be aware of well, not, you don't have to be aware of death in terms of mortality but be aware of impermanence be aware of the, that this is constantly changing so you know, when we forget that we get into being a person on a trajectory of life on a voyage of life and, and it all gets a little bit too real and solid and, and kind of blurred and uh, coming back to the breath to this body, to the feelings that arise, to our responses, to people that we meet, to situations that we meet. They're coming back to those and meeting them in a really honest way, in an interested way. This is uh, what unravels that uh, kind of dream, in a way, of, of, of our being somebody. A fixed, solid somebody. So uh, the tools are all right here. They're very, very simple. And everything we need is, is, is right here. Not just here in Loka Vihara. of Vihara helps us to see it. But they're right here in our own body and mind all the time. It's an amazing thing. And uh, sometimes we don't want to look because, you know, we're so caught up in the story and it's painful and we hate that person and we wish wish that hadn't happened. and, And that's in some ways easier to be, to identify with that than actually to say, what's going on here? To turn our attention back to our own mind, our own heart and see what's actually happening here. There's resentment. There's jealousy there's fear, there's confusion, there's wanting, there's not wanting. You know, all of those things going on, or some of those things going on. You know, in some ways it's easier just to kind of point out there and say it's someone else's fault than come back here and have a look at what's going on here. And, uh, and we need to really apply interest mindfulness, interest and kindness when we do that. So it's like an exploration rather than a, a judgment and we've got a am supposed to be a different way, I shouldn't be like this, I've been practicing all these years or I'm this age or whatever it is. All of those things, don't listen to any of those things, they're all rubbish, they're all pulling you off track. But just come back to the curiosity with, 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 the, with the feeling, with the thought patterns. And uh, breathe through them. So sometimes you might wake up in the morning of this kind of contracted experience of being somebody. I've always been like this. I'm always going to be like this. It's all hopeless. Breathe through it. It changes. We've never been always something. We've always been changing. So just taking the time, taking a few breaths, letting it... Letting the solidity of our experience dissolve in awareness. And you don't have to be afraid, it's not that we're going to, you know, you're going to end up being a blank sheet, some kind of zombie walking around. It doesn't happen like that. We actually get more true to what we are. And uh, maybe, you know, what we are is not what we imagine we are or what we would like ourselves to be but it is what we are, it is where we are. So to uh, really come back, to, you know, to have the courage really to, to come back to this, this being, this process of, of, of what we are at this time based on past causes and conditions and on our practice, our efforts. And know that this is not a fixed thing. What I am is not a fixed thing, and what any of us are is not a fixed thing. It's a dynamic process, and we can steer it in the right direction with the patience and mindfulness, curiosity, kindness, and a bit of wisdom thrown in for good measure. So I just want to kind of, in a way, remind you, because I think it's something that everybody here knows already, So it's I'm just really pointing to the truth that is in each of us anyway, but uh, it's not what most of the world is pointing to, so I just uh, want to point it out, in case you forget, that uh, this is, you know, this is uh, it's waiting for us to, to recognise the truth, the wisdom and the truth and the presence that is inherent in each of us, is waiting for us to recognise. So I'd like to offer that this morning. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit org slash donate.